Almighty God, would you increase in us wonder. Increase in us wonder of the fact that you should even come at all. Much less to come on the mission which you did, which was to save us and to rescue us from sin and death. Increase your wonder in us. Increase gratitude within our hearts. In the name of Christ, and only by the name of Christ, do we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Down he came from up, and in from out, and here from there. A long leap, an incandescent fall from magnificent to naked, frail, small. Through space between stars into our chill night air, shrunk in infant grace to our damp, cramped, earthy place among all the shivering sheep. And now, after all, there he lies, fast asleep. That is Descent by Lucy Shaw. God came in through the back door, and he came into our midst quietly, without any earthly fanfare, into an ordinary poor family, born of a young girl. It would probably shock all of us to see how young the mother of God, the Theotokos, actually was a high schooler, probably. Born in a forgettable little town, in an unmemorable place, probably on the outskirts of that forgettable town. Some say Jesus was born in a barn. Others, scholars say more likely a cave. Matters not. Both are places no parent would choose to birth a baby. But God chose these earthy, unsanitary, dirty, smelly places as the place to cradle his son's head. What kind of God is this? A baby king who steps into the mess of the world, born dirt poor and without a proper place to lay his head. God came in through the back door, not how most of us thought he would, but that doesn't mean that his arrival was totally unannounced. God's sign, his cue to the audience, if you will, to shepherds, to wise men from the east and so on, was glory. And glory still happens to be his calling card. Glory of the heavenly host rejoicing. Legions of angels. Imagine that. What a sight. No wonder the shepherds were, in fact, terrified. Awe, glory, power, bright light, songs of towering angel Warriors, legions bellowing and thundering the glory of God. The glory of the Lord shone around them. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. God came through the back door, but it wasn't unannounced. Consider the light of that one star resting above the cradle of God's own son, a pinpoint of glory marking God's pleasure over his son this child, the same light, the same glory which beat back the darkness and said to those who have eyes to see, I have not abandoned you. I have not abandoned you. Heavenly light on a dark earth. This luminescent beacon that said we weren't permanently exiled by sin. We weren't orphaned. We weren't given over to the world, the flesh, and the devil. No. The light shining in the darkness, the light that revealed how lost we were, beyond a rescue of our own making. The glory of God revealing the deep shadows, the cracks, the frailty of humankind. 
Isaiah prophesied some version of this. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. When God came to our rescue, he came through the back door. And his rescue, taking on flesh, cost him not less than everything. Just because God can do anything doesn't mean it doesn't cost God something. Jesus leaves a perfect place, heaven. Think of this, the communion and intimacy that we can scarcely imagine. Setting aside his full glory and title and chooses submission and lowliness and dirt under his fingernails. He leaves his throne and he gets his hands dirty. God is a God who is willing to get his hands dirty for us. He hangs up the crown of glory in exchange for a life of poverty, in exchange for carpenter's hands, a wooden cross, a crown of thorns, and feet of clay. That's a long fall from glory, folks. And the father releases his son and gives him over to the worst this world can offer. He gives him over to the cross. God came through the back door, and that means he got small, very small. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. God chose to be small and vulnerable. Think about that. God Almighty became vulnerable. Jesus comes as one of us and is born just as we are with blood and with water and with pain. A helpless baby. How far he had to stoop to become human, much less the least of these or the least of the least of these. God with us. Emmanuel. God for us. Emmanuel. Pitching his tent in a world at war. Settling in and setting up shop and making this home in no man's land between the trenches of death and sin, heaven and hell. This little child coming to earth is more like a spiritual D-Day, the final beachhead against evil, sin, and death. That Christ child, God's Trojan horse, sent into the world to upset all that Satan had been doing, was doing, and would do, undoing the brokenness of an exiled humanity, light penetrating, light eradicating, light subduing the darkness, light prevailing. John's gospel says it this way, in him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Suspend what you know and believe for just a moment. Imagine if this incarnation, this was God's only act of kindness and solidarity to us all. Imagine that. Take away Jesus' ministry, his suffering, his death on the cross, his resurrection, his ascension, and as best you can, let the incarnation of Jesus stand on its own. It's still a mystery and a miracle, God's greatest miracle of all. Not just because of the virgin birth, God leaves his throne to come here. Who does that? Much less, who does this willingly out of love? Who is this king of glory, once small, once vulnerable, ever humble. This God who climbed down to us because we couldn't climb up to him, who brings heaven down to earth. This is Emmanuel. We sing about this. God with us. God for us. Wonderful counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting father. Prince of peace. The one carrying our redemption in his arms, bearing life and light. And Ben, this would be a good time for you guys to go ahead and situate. Jesus was born so that we could be born again. 
Jesus was born to make us new. As St. Athanasius put it, he became like us that we might become like him. Jesus was born so that we could be born again, and he became like us so that we may become like him. I'm going to borrow from the words of Malcolm Geit. He's one of our Anglican brethren. He's also a fine poet. And this is his poem, O Emmanuel. O come, O come, and be our God with us. O long-sought withness for a world without. O secret seed, O hidden spring of light. Come to us wisdom, come unspoken name, come root and key and king and holy flame. O quickened little wick, so tightly curled, be folded within us into time and place. Unfold for us the mystery of grace and make a womb of all this wounded world. O heart of heaven beating in the earth, O tiny hope within our hopelessness, come to be born to bear us to our birth, to touch a dying world with new-made hands and make these rags of time our swaddling bands. God may have come through the back door, but it was not unannounced. And God is here tonight. Perhaps he's knocking at the door of your heart, announcing his arrival. I'm here. I'm here. Will you open the door? Will you open the door? This is a call for all of us. Will you open the door? Will you let Jesus be your peace? Let him be your light. Bring his light into the darkness of your life. Can I exhort you, let him in. Make room for him in the end of your heart. Let God in, let God in. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And all God's people said together, amen.